0: Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck.
1: Here's a cool fact.
0: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com ES audio
2: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is the leader. Why on earth are we here? That's how Colleen Rooney's barrister opened his client's defence on the first day of the Wagatha Christie libel trial. Well, here we are. The trial is over, bar the verdict itself. When will it come? What happens when it does? When revealing the verdict, will the judge say it's... Rebecca Vardy. I doubt it'll be delivered like that, but since this began on the 10th of May, we've had an awful lot of unexpected things. Insights into the life of a WAG, phones dropped in the North Sea, some interesting fashion choices. In a moment, I'll be talking to the Evening Standards Features Editor Phoebe Lockhurst and Insider Editor Susanna Ramsdale about the impact of what's, perhaps bizarrely, become a genuine cultural event. But first, the legal stuff. And our court's correspondent, Tristan Kirk, has been covering the case since day one. You've been covering courts for a very long time. Will this be a memorable case for
3: you? Well, this will certainly be a memorable case. It's um, not one of the most important cases I think I've ever covered, but uh, it's certainly be memorable because of uh, the people involved, the topics that have been covered, and the the downright sensationalism of of everything that's been going on.
2: And inside the court, and was it the usual kind of court atmosphere that you're used to? I mean, does a court itself kind of overwhelm all the celebrity glamour, and this is a case, or was it a bit different in there?
3: Well, it, this is uh, this was at the High Court, uh, the Royal Courts of Justice, uh, where they do host quite a few libel cases of, of a similar ilk, if not quite as. Um, as exciting as this one, so we were in um, Court 13, wood panelled surroundings. Uh, it's built in the Victorian era, and so you had Colleen Rooney sat on, on one side, and you had Rebecca Vardy sat on the other side, on on very uncomfortable thin wooden benches, uh, and sat looking upwards at uh, at the judge who was overseeing everything. So, in in that respect, it was it was very much as all legal proceedings are dealt with at the High Court in those austere surroundings and, and and really focusing in on, on what's uh, supposed to be important in this case, which is, is whether there was a libel or not.
2: Yeah, because this is, you know, away from the glamour, away from all the paparazzi outside, this is a real legal case and it was fought quite brutally by both sides, the legal teams on both sides raising things that I'm sure neither Colleen Rooney nor Rebecca Vardy ever wanted the public to see.
3: Well, it's an interesting point because uh, there have been some very, very uncomfortable things brought up. And particularly uh, for Rebecca Vardy, she's had to uh, answer questions about uh, private messages that she was exchanging with her agent, Caroline Watt. Uh, whether she was leaking stories to the the Sun newspaper about her husband and his teammates and what was going on in their dressing room, um, drink drive arrest of, of one of his teammates, uh, as well as stories, sort of rumours um, that were going around in the football world about affairs and even about people that she maybe well has counted as friends uh, or at least c- close associates. And so when you say they never wanted these to come out, it's important to remember that this is Rebecca Vardy's case. She chose to bring this case and could have not, essentially, could have not gone to trial knowing that all of these fairly embarrassing things were going to be brought out and questioned and poured over by the public. For Colleen Rooney's part, she didn't want it at all and was quite open and honest about that. And she had to answer some questions about... Um, situations in her marriage when Wayne was uh, not necessarily being the best of husbands and, and was accused of um, cheating and, and hanging around with other other girls. Um, so Colleen had to answer those questions as, as well but she's uh, you know, it's fairly straightforward for her. She didn't want to be there uh, and would rather this whole thing would, would go away as quickly as possible.
2: But this is one of the reasons why libel trials themselves are, you know, fairly rare, isn't it? I'd assume that Rebecca Vardy would have been given legal advice saying they're going to probe into all kinds of areas of your life if you go ahead with this. And that's the sort of reason why people don't generally proceed with libel cases there's there's often a settlement
3: yes uh, both sides were urged on on multiple occasions in the lead up to this trial to to mediate to try and find a settlement to avoid a a trial because as you say uh, libel trials are pretty brutal and pretty um, uh, exposing for for the people involved Uh, None none of the evidence, none of what's come out, will have come as any surprise to Rebecca Vardy. It must be remembered that all of this evidence and documentation and her text messages had all come pouring out during the disclosure phase, which comes before a libel trial. So that shows at least her determination uh, to try and win this case almost at at all costs.
2: And there was quite a lot disclosed. I mean, just the other day, they they released... Uh, a big tranche of evidence, including all the text messages between Rebecca Vardy and Caroline. Well, I mean, I say all the text messages, but I, th- I believe some of them got lost in the North Sea, didn't they, Tristan?
3: They did. Yes, we, we've had quite a lot of text messages, um, which are quite embarrassing for Rebecca Vardy. The the, the ones with her and her agent, uh, and they were finally actually released so that the public could see them. But we've seen them all the way through the trial and they've been questioned about. But uh, uh, there's, a, there's a sort of a black hole in the middle of this case where uh, some of the evidence has been lost. Uh, Vardy is accused of deleting a lot of stuff that might uh, have incriminated her. She said she didn't, um, that it was just a corrupted download from her computer and phone. Uh, Jamie Vardy was accused of getting rid of messages. Uh, they say that's not the case. But perhaps the most peculiar of the uh, The missing evidence is Caroline Watt on a trip to the North Sea bobbing about on a boat off the coast of Scotland uh, says that her phone was dropped off the side of the boat terribly unfortunately taking all of her whatsapp messages with her Uh, coincidentally that happened just a few days after the court had ordered that she had to hand over that phone for a forensic uh, investigation so you can imagine that on Rooney's side they they cried foul and suggested that the uh, the dropping of the phone had had at the very least been very beneficial to Vardy's side.
2: And those were those moments when people like you, Tristan, had to remind the public that it was Colleen Rooney that was on trial, not Rebecca Vardy.
3: Yes, it's what well, it's Colleen who did the post. She posted the. Uh, Conclusion, it's Rebecca Vardy's account that we're all so familiar with. And as a result of that, and and, uh, Vardy suing for libel, Colleen has to prove that what she said... Was either true, which is which is the main heart of her case, or in the public interest. And so yeah, that's that's what we've been arguing about amid all of the uh, the tabloid sensation leaking and, and and what have you. This is about whether what Colleen Rooney said in the the post that's attracted the Wagatha Christie tag whether she was right or not, whether her undercover investigation into leaks from her private Instagram account came up with the right answer, that it was indeed Rebecca Vardy's account.
2: So we've had the summing up then, Tristan. What happens now? When can we expect a verdict?
3: After the the barristers have given their final submissions and made their most compelling arguments of, of who should win, then the judge, Mrs Justice Stain, uh, will go away and and probably spend at least a few months thinking about the results and ultimately decide whether it was a libel, in which case Vardy would win, or it wasn't, in which case Rooney would win, I think we can expect a judgement either in the summer or, or into the autumn. These things don't happen quickly. So the ruling will be at least a few months away.
2: After the break, Phoebe and Susanna on the thrill, surprises and fashion from the libel trial of the century.
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
2: Welcome back. There's an awful lot to unpack from this trial and with me to do just that are the Evening Standards Features Editor, Phoebe Lockhurst and Insider Editor, Susanna Ramsdale. Phoebe, I mean... This has been movie level fascinating for me. It's like the entire country has become obsessed with this, haven't they?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think they were before and the trial has just sort of amped that up quite a lot. Um, I think the moment when it all dropped on Twitter, even at the time people were saying, like, this has to be like a movie, it has to be like a Netflix show. So I think there's so much you can, you can focus on as well, like it, it does kind of feed itself into being a bit of a TV drama like there's the outfits, there's like the main characters, there's the people that you already know so I think everyone has
2: become completely obsessed Susanna can you remember right at the very start of this when Colleen dropped that post and the it's quite a few dots Rebecca Vardy's account do you remember that?
0: I Remember, we were in the Evening Standard office and it just went rippling around the office. You saw her fake, her sleuthing, you know, gaslighting post that she'd done. My favorite one was the one where it's, um, she's on the, the jet on the way somewhere. It's like, let's check out this, uh, gender, what was it? Gender <laughs> reveal. Gender reveal. Gender reveal things all yeah, about. I just something. loved how <laughs> casual that is. But she, she should kind of write a book of her own or something. It's absolute genius, the thought that went into all of these fake posts. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, we've seen through, This trial, haven't we? Just how much thought went into it, how alone she was. She didn't even tell her husband, Wayne Rooney, that she was doing it. She's a really good detective. She
4: is a good detective, but I think also a thing I remember saying at the time was it was quite relatable because we spend all of our lives on social media. I mean, I haven't personally led like a sort of sting operation myself on my social media, but you know, the idea about like focusing on who views your stories. Like I think everyone does a bit of that. And so It was an incredible level of operation, and I'm amazed she didn't talk to Wayne about it, but I think there was a relatability about it that also meant that people, it struck a chord with people for that reason. Yeah, and during
2: the trial, they released all of the text messages, didn't they? And it's kind of revealed a lot of that behind-the-scenes living of celebrities. It's fascinating.
0: It's absolutely fascinating. And on the one hand, you think, fair enough, you know, Make some money out of this position you're in. What What are you supposed to do? Just sit at home quietly and, you know, get into it and enjoy yourself. It, I I guess it's when the people that you're kind of snitching on or mm. gossiping gossiping about don't know. It. They're not in on it. It's 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 such a tricky line that has come to play. Yeah.
2: How are either of their careers going to recover from this?
0: To my mind,
4: Colleen has come out of it the better. Mm. I think. <sighs> Partly because a lot of the things that have been said in the trial suggest that maybe, well, Rebecca Vardy was perhaps trying to capitalise on Colleen's higher position as sort of chief wag. Um, And I think she's made it quite clear. Well, she certainly seems to suggest that she and Wayne don't want to be in court and they'd much Mm. rather not, much rather just be at home doing something completely different. Um, So to my mind, she hasn't necessarily lost anything. Whereas I feel like, I don't know. I'm not sure what brands would be keen to associate with Rebecca.
2: I mean, Rebecca brought the case.
0: It's baffling. And the fact that so many people, it, it transpires, have tried to put her off taking it to trial. Colleen obviously tried to settle, she said, several times. Um, Rebecca's agent begged her not to take it to trial. And um, you can see why. It's absolutely excruciating. Having said that, I think people probably just want more I think they'll love it you know you'll definitely see Rebecca Vardy on another reality show I bet she'll write a book you know it's it's juicy stuff and we love it yeah the and, and, interview. Yeah, exactly <laughs> and for the most part I know there's talk Colleen says she felt betrayed and she was at a very low point when it was happening and stuff but for the most point it is it's light-hearted it's good fun so you know no harm done Massively,
2: Yeah, meanwhile, over the Atlantic, we've got the real movie stars in the dark, haven't we, with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And again, we've got another court case where neither of them are going to come out of this the same.
4: It feels very sordid, that one, I think.
2: It's a whole different vibe.
4: It's a very different vibe. I mean, obviously, I would say, you know, lots of the allegations are a lot more serious in tone. It's a bit darker, um, but... Again, you do kind of find yourself thinking, God, who are these two people who are slightly kind of ruining their their own lives and each other's lives. And it has become sort of car crash viewing, extraordinary. It's
2: that kind of thing that we never get to see and just how messed up it all seems to be.
0: Yeah, and it's that thing, isn't it? You kind of always wonder if you have this much money, does it go that well for the people who are famous and rich their whole lives? And it kind of shows you that potentially not, like you can have too much money, access to too many things you know, yes, people around you, and it doesn't end well. I think it's quite staggering, um, the difference between the two cases, though. It's kind of the very British version, is the <laughs> WAG is so trial, <laughs> you know, with all the characters and the humour and the chipolatas and all <laughs> that sort of thing. And then the American $100 million lawsuit, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's mind-boggling. Can't get enough. Yeah, it's actually
2: very Agatha Christie. But yeah, I feel sorry for some of the people who have been dragged into this unwittingly. I mean... Poor Peter Andre.
0: Again, it sort of
4: shows that like strange web of all these people who are sort of hanging out with each other. You don't necessarily know or remember, I suppose, uh, ever had any connection to one another, um, which I also kind of think is a weirdly British thing as well. But yes, I think it is. It must be kind of horrible to check sky and see that your name's been called into the wife of the Christie trial. <laughs> <And> that conversation <laughs> with your
0: wife and, uh-huh. you know.
2: So all the evidence is in there. The judge has gone away. She's going to look at this possibly over a couple of months. And when that verdict does come out, though will you be watching? Glead to it. (laughs) Live blogging it. I mean, (laughs) we'll
0: not be able to tear my eyes away, Uh, of course. We'll have to see. I wonder what the court outfits will be on the day. The photos of them leaving the court when the verdict's been given out. Will Wayne be holding the handbag still? Yes. (laughs) The theatrics of that will be quite interesting to watch. Yeah, definitely.
2: And that's The Leader. Head to standard.co.uk for all the latest on the trial. You'll find a great roundup of events by Tristan over there. The leader's is available every weekday from 4pm. Hit your follow button and we'll see you then.